Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 134 in Edmonton, Bob Stoffer joining you from Philadelphia. Kyler Yamamoto, game time decision. I think he's going to go Miko Koskinen against... Sherwood Parks, Carter Hart, the Oilers and the Flyers. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stop for recommendation at Royal Pizza, the Mediterranean Chicken. We head off to the River Creek Resort and Casino. By the way, we will tell you... Um, the River Cree Resort and Casino is now 100% restriction-free at the River Cree. Yes, that includes mass. All right, uh, without further ado, we are pleased, which is a big deal these days at Edmonton. Uh, we head off uh, to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. Our headliner today is uh, brought to you daily by Wilhock Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. I would say he's probably the greatest player ever to come from Brantford. That's what I would say. We welcome back to the show Keith Jones. Keith, how are you doing? I'm, uh, I'd say number 10, Bob, from that town. Number 10 from that town? Well, yep. there's... I, there's I, I'd be happy. The, who's, let's see, who's better? There was this guy named Wayne. He was pretty good. Yeah, we, we got Gret, so he's he's worth about five guys and by himself, if you divide his points up. We had Doug Jarvis, <laughs> who just had his record broken. We had Doug Riseborough, who won a bunch of cups and was... Uh, also a general manager in the NHL. Chris Gratton I could go head-to-head with. I, 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 it's, a, it's close between <laughs> Gratton and I. But he played a ton of games. I'd even put Keith Gretzky in there, but we know he just had a, a little cup of coffee. But he's still working with Edmonton, so you guys are in good shape there. Brent Gretzky only played a couple games. But there's a lot of guys. Greg Stefan, Jeff Reese, there's some goalies in there as well. Brantford's well-represented. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, it's funny because Chris Gratton and Jason Arnett were in the same draft year, and Gratton dominated him in junior. But he had some injuries. Didn't he have ankle issues? Was that it along the way that kind of, 
you know, he, he was a really good player, but I think Arnett for a seventh overall pick turned out to be a hell of a player. And I'm just trying to think, cause you, I mean, Grant was, did you, did you play for them with the Flyers when you were there? I, I did. And when I arrived in Philly, the first thing that uh, Ed Snyder asked me, he said, can you fix this guy? Because they, they had just signed him to a huge contract, and Gratz was having all kinds of trouble scoring goals here in Philly. I think he went the first 25 games of the season and only scored once after they had given him that big contract to take him away from Tampa. So Philadelphia is not for everybody, and uh, I don't think Gratz enjoyed his time here, but he did have a very good NHL career. My wife, Kathleen, has just sent me a text and said, uh, Keith Jones might be the 10th best player from Brantford, but Bob, you're the 6,437th best player to ever come out of Edmonton. So look at it that way. I, I wouldn't even put myself in the top 60,000. Tell me about this Flyers season. The best, the best laid plans ultimately, Keith haven't come out, uh, to fruition. How much is of, of this has been because of the derailment with injuries, specifically on the back end with a guy like Ryan Ellis? Yeah, I, I would say 90% of it, Bob. I, I think Ellis was one of the major issues, but the biggest one was Sean Couturier. And he started the season but was not 100%. And then you could tell by watching him from up top, which I know uh, we can all get a good view and see if a player is playing to his potential or not sitting up in the crow's nest. Uh, he did not look like himself, and then shortly after that, exited the lineup, and obviously his season is over. Kevin Hayes was in a similar situation. He played, didn't play, but never looked right. Um, so the, I would say that the injuries up the middle of the ice, the center ice position, are really what uh, derailed the season the most. But Ellis is another part of that, and they just continued to mount. They're finally starting to get some guys back, but a few guys are not going to return this season. Ellis and Hayes on the ice getting uh, bagged pretty hard towards the endless skate today. Couturier obviously getting that back surgery. This guy's a, a great uh, two-way centerman. Carter Hart, he had a tough year last year. I know that Kevin Weeks took some issues with Elaine Vigneault's handling of him last season on our show. Uh, Carter has bounced back this year, even though he doesn't necessarily have the best one-loss record. You watch this guy on a, on a regular basis. How would you assess his performance? I think he's the real deal, Bob. I think he has the potential to be an outstanding netminder and really leave a mark in the National Hockey League. I think it's going to take a little bit of time, but I also think it's going to improve as the team improves in front of him. I think a lot of what his issues last year were was he was trying to think about the mistakes that were being made in front of him before they were being made. He started to try to play other players' position rather than just stop the puck and uh, it's a recipe for disaster for a young netminder. So this year he's just stuck to his game, and when things have gone uh, astray in front of him, he has continued to just perform the way that he's capable of playing and not become distracted. Uh, so I would say that he continues to progress, and in a couple of years from now he'll be in the conversation for one of the top goaltenders in the league and one of the best Canadian goaltenders in the league. Does the, does the city of Philadelphia just need to be patient? I mean, because they've got a bit of a history when it comes to the term goaltender graveyard gets deployed. I don't know. Is that a fair assessment of, of how things have gone for goalies here in Philly? Or do you think that that's a, a moniker that's maybe not appropriate? No, it's fair. It's like the quarterback of the Eagles. I mean, there's going to be a lot of pressure on that position or a closer for the Phillies. Um, but he has... He doesn't seem to get that type of heat here because I think the fans recognize that 
you know, the team that's playing in front of him is not very good. So he he's escaped a lot of that. And when the team's expectations increase, which they probably will next season, is when that type of pressure can come into play. But I think he felt a little bit of it last season, but I do believe a lot of that was just brought on by himself being the type of professional that he is and the proud athlete that he is. I don't think it's anything to do with the effects of a Flyers fan base that's turning on him because they haven't done that yet. To me, Claude Giroux is the definitive flyer, ultra-competitive player. Uh, you know, he's got great career numbers against Edmonton, dominates the face-off circle. Could you foresee a scenario, Keith Jones, where he gets moved at the deadline but resigns with Philly? Uh, absolutely. And I, I do think that there's a legitimate chance that that happens. Um, I know that he loves it here in the city. I'm not sure that the city loves him consistently, which is kind of remarkable, I think, for people that are looking in from the outside. Uh, the captain of the Flyers takes maybe a little bit more heat than the goalie of the Flyers. And uh, with some losing seasons along the way, uh, Giroux has taken plenty of heat. But I think he would be refreshed to leave and try to take a run of the Stanley Cup championship on a team like Colorado uh, as, a, as an example, and then come back refreshed and renewed with a Flyers team next season that has chances of being a far better team than they have shown to be this year. Interesting that, uh, you know, Ellis obviously is recovering from his injury, not available, but a guy that can run a power play. But they got a couple other right shots, Ristolainen, who I think is a bit of a tease, and Braun, who I think is completely underrated. Tell me about those two UFAs and whether or not you think Chuck Fletcher is going to be able to get a decent return for them. Braun, he'll get something good for. Braun has had a very good season, and I agree with you, Bob. He has been really underrated. I, I underrated him when he arrived here. I thought he was on his last legs, and that has proven to be untrue. He's a very good player. He still moves well. It's not, not the prettiest guy to watch skate, but he's an effective skater, and he does a really good job of uh, doing his job that blocking shots, moving the puck when necessary, and just as an extremely competitive player that uh, will be a valuable piece at the trade deadline for a team trying to add that next piece to help them get over the top or replace some parts that have been injured along the way. Even Tampa would be a great fit for Braun to step in and play on that right side of the blue line on, on the bottom six. Um, so he, he will definitely be moved and he will have value at the trade deadline for Rista line. And they gave up a lot to get him. So I would not be surprised to see Chuck Fletcher try to get him re-signed. He likes it here. Uh, remarkably, even under the difficult circumstances that this season has proven to be, he has uh, enjoyed his time being a flyer and the fans do like how aggressively he plays. It is something that the flyers have missed over the last few seasons. And, he has been very competitive every game that he stepped on the ice. Uh, so I, I would think that Flyer fans would hope that Chuck Fletcher manages to keep him since they did give up a lot to get his uh, rights to get him to play here in Philly this season. Yeah, yeah uh, I believe they gave up a first and a second. And he's, by the way, he's got a point per game in his career against Edmonton, 14 points in 14 games. Keith Jones joining us right now. Keith, you do, on top of the Flyers broadcast, you do the work with TNT. You've done multiple Oilers games this year. Just a casual observation. Uh, what do you think of Edmonton? I love the two stars, that's for sure. There, I, I think there's other pieces, though, that have 
you know, started to show some things. Like, I liked McLeod's game the other day in Tampa. I thought he was impressive, lacked some finish, but he certainly can keep up with some of the faster skaters in the league and cause some issues for some of the opposition. Um, so I, I think the Oilers are a little bit better than where they're sitting right now. I do think they're a playoff team. I think they should be in the playoffs. And anything less than that would be extremely disappointing. And the obvious thing is goaltending. But I, I do enjoy watching them play. I will tell you that, Bob. I always look forward to doing a game that the Oilers are involved in. A lot of it has to do with McDavid and Dreisaitl. But uh, I like their style of play. And I, I think that um, you know fans who get a chance to watch them play live on the road come away thinking that, uh, man, that's pretty cool. Even John Cooper talking to him. Uh, before the game in Nashville, he couldn't stop raving about how fast and how incredible it was to watch McDavid and Dreisaitl in Tampa because they hadn't seen him for a couple of years, and especially McDavid on that night. I think he had a couple of goals, but he was shaking his head at just how good he is. All right, and one final one for you. We'll talk uh, about a, a guy that I, I don't care what anybody says. This guy was a hell of a player. You played with him. Uh, and maybe it's because I'm the eternal optimist. Maybe it's because I met him in 91 at the Canada Cup when he was just 18. Uh, but anybody that's listened to the show knows I have a soft spot for Eric Lindros. I think he was a hell of a player. I'm glad he got into the Hockey Hall of Fame. I think he's a little bit misunderstood. And frankly, his family was right. They shouldn't have trusted Marcelo Boo in Quebec. Uh, but that's a whole other thing. You played with the guy. What was he like? He was an awesome talent, Bob. And he was a, he, as great as he played during games, he was almost more incredible in practice, which what was what really stood out to me. I didn't realize that he had the work ethic that he did. Uh, he, he just went at it every day like it was a game day and was an extremely impressive player to try to slow down and practice and then have the chance to play with them. And I played with other, you know, Hall of Fame centermen, including Forsberg and Sackick. Uh, Lindros was a unique talent in that regard because he could bowl over the opposition. He could beat you up if he had to, uh, but then he could make some of the most skillful plays for a big man. Not Lemieux-like skills, but very close to that. Uh, he he was uh, he was a lot of fun to watch play and a lot more fun to watch play when he was on your team. Keith, great stuff. We'll see you down there tonight. Thanks for your time. Sounds good, Bob. Take care, buddy. You bet. That's uh, Flyers color analyst, NBC Sports, as well as TNT, Keith Jones. Cars cost less than Wintasquin. Brent Ridge Ford and Wintasquin, 10-time President's Award winners for customer satisfaction. Right now, the best way to get a vehicle is to custom order one. Discounts available from both Brent Ridge Ford and Ford Motor Company on most custom orders. Get the exact equipment and colors you want. Reach out to Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang. 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. Here's the deal. i got to catch the bus. Brendan Escott's going to come back with this day in Oilers history and wrap up Oilers now. I'll be rejoining you today from 3.35 on the Faceoff Show with Reed Wilkins. So long, everybody, for now from Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. Yeah, I mean, uh, in terms of who, who, who we're playing with and, and things like that, uh, I don't think a whole lot gets uh, a whole lot of thought gets put into that. You just go play, and whoever you get put out there with, uh, try to do your best and communicate out there, communicate off the ice, and uh, 
you know, and just work together. Hopefully, as a five-man unit, that helps things out. Goaltenders too. And, but uh, you know, biggest thing is just going and playing hard and uh, trying to push the pace. Surprise! Duncan Keith is back in the lineup. Maybe at least one game earlier than expected. They'll welcome him in alongside uh, Evan Bouchard, uh, Nurse, and Barry, making up the top pair according to uh, how things shook down at Morning Skate. Marcus Niemalainen, William Lagason, of course, Cody Cece are all dressed as well. Miko Koskinen, your starting goaltender. It's the Oilers and Flyers live from Wells Fargo Center. And uh, remember, the Oilers trying to make amends here against the team that uh, they put the one in that nine and one start to the regular season. A game at Rogers Place that Edmonton ultimately probably outplayed Philadelphia but didn't get the results. And that's also the story of the last couple of games against very tough competition. You know, things may have gone differently if Connor McDavid had stayed in the first few, uh, I guess the uh, back half of the first period against Carolina or even the Tampa game where they were a post away from being in that. Hard fought losses, points didn't go into the column, and there's a lot of points going up in the column around the rest of the Pacific Division. So important to get back in the right uh, the right way once again tonight against the Flyers. Our coverage picking up after a short, I guess a half hour's worth of the afternoons with 6.30 on 6.30 Chad with Jalen Nye. Uh, and then uh, it is the City Ford Face-Off Show with Reed Wilkins. 5 o'clock puck drop in Philly. Cam and Bob are on the call. To this day in Oilers history, it's brought to you by New West Travel. Looking for a great Oilers road trip? Fly nonstop to see your Nashville. With I do that every time. I'm, it's, it's ingrained in me. You're going to Nashville with Flair Airlines to watch the Oilers play the Predators for only $1,750. Call New West Travel. Go online at newwesttravel.com. Back to 1988, and this is the best time of year for this day in Oilers history for things like these. Wayne Gretzky picked up a, a first period assist to pass Gordie Howe as the NHL's all-time leader in career assists. Howe had 1,049 helpers in 26 years. Gretzky posted 1,050 in just nine seasons. The Oilers beat the Kings 5-3. Stay in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Looking for a great Oilers road trip? Fly nonstop to Nashville with Flair Airlines. Seeing the Oilers against the Predators for $1,750. Call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. The Oilers uh, trying to claw back into playoff position, not only in the Pacific Division, but it's it's real hot in the wildcard standings as well as we uh, navigate over to that here on the website and see that after last night, uh, they are still tied with Dallas uh, at 61 points. Edmonton is... Having lost three of their last five games, might I add, uh, they have played one more game than the Stars, so sitting outside of the second wildcard spot in the playoffs. And that's what it's all about right now, though Jay Woodcroft says he wants the team keeping their focus short. So let's, let's keep it then on Philadelphia tonight. 
again, we've got uh, global news weather traffic updates coming up with Eileen Bell, Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, and then a half hour of 6.30 Chad afternoons with Jaylen Nye. City Ford Faceoff Show, Reed Wilkins takes it over at 3.30, 5 o'clock puck drop, and the Oilers move it to 7-3 and three under Jay Woodcroft. I'm Brendan Escott. Appreciate you sticking around, uh, and we will talk to you tomorrow recapping tonight's action. Oilers Now is back at noon. So long. Until then. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.